Hey, let's talk Gillette. Welcome back to a Let's Talk Gillette podcast interview episode. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And in recognition of that, we're going to sit down today with Councilwoman Trish Simonson and Councilman Billy Montgomery and talk about some of the resources that are available in our community for mental health and suicide awareness. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having us today. And uh, Billy and I have a couple very unique stories. We have two very different stories when it comes to mental health and the struggles that we've had in relation to suicide prevention and awareness. My story is uh, we lost a son to suicide in 2015 when he was 15 years old. And I think one of the biggest things that I try to bring away to let people know is that suicide just doesn't have any boundaries. It doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor or what color you are what your economic status, your social status, uh, how old you are, it can hit anywhere. And I think that our son Caden was proof of that. He was a very popular young man, good grades, good athlete, handsome, and we never knew that there was anything wrong. He passed away May 8th, 2015, and since then, I've been an advocate for mental health awareness and suicide prevention awareness because I just, I think that people need to realize that the stigma behind it isn't that you're crazy, isn't that you're just a drug user or an alcohol user, it isn't what your status is as a person. It is, it is a problem that anyone can face. And so I have been very, very vocal about suicide prevention for the last eight years. And with that, I'll kind of let Billy share his story. Thank you. And- Trish, and thank you, uh, GPA, for allowing me to come speak today. Uh, like Trish said, my story is a little bit different. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that, veterans, that have the same thing. I served in the Army from 1968 to 1971. I was in uh, Vietnam from 70-71 and uh, came home thinking uh, that I was going to be able to handle things, and I thought pretty much the, the war was over for me. Then, I guess later in life, I, I was having troubles, and my wife suggested that that I should go and uh, get some help when I'm at VA. So I had a physical that that year, and uh, so as the doctor was finishing up with me, she was typing, and she asked me uh, if there was anything else, and I said, it took me, this was probably the hardest thing in my life to do, I think, was to say, there is something wrong here, and uh, my wife thinks I need some help. She stopped typing, turned around, and said, well, what's going on? So I told her about the dreams, and uh, can't sleep at night, and all the other troubles, and uh, she got me some help. And I tell you, it was probably the best thing that I ever did. I wish uh, I hadn't waited until I was 60 years old to get it done. And with May being uh, Mental Health Month, I would tell anybody that if you need help or need to talk to somebody, please go get the help and, and don't wait till you're 60 years old to do what I did. All right. Yeah, I think that's that's really important. And I think it's important for all of us to be able to say, I need help. I need, you know, I need somebody to talk to. I need, and I think that's a thing that a lot of people have trouble with. 
she, uh, the, the, the therapist told me that a lot of veterans, male veterans, have that problem. And I did, you know, I always thought I had a handle on things and uh, when I left Vietnam, I knew when I got home, that was, that was it. I was, I was, you know, everything's gonna be great. And I hadn't been in country probably about six hours. I, I flew out of Seattle, Washington. And wee hours in the morning, I got there. Uniform on, all my ribbons and patches, really. My God, man, I just happy to be home. So I was walking by a little coffee bar, and there's a couple older men down there drinking coffee and visiting. And a young lady was a waitress, I guess you'd call her, maybe working her way through college or so. And uh, I thought, oh, I hadn't had a, a really cold Coke in a year. I'm going to get one. And I'm sitting there, and she brings the Coke, and it's in a can, and it's opened. And I rip into her. I'm not going to pay for that. I'm not going to drink that. I didn't see you open it. And I just going off on her. And I looked down, these two older gentlemen were looking at me, and she had a lost look on her face. And I'm thinking, she don't even know what I'm talking about. So I paid her and gave her a good tip, and I just went down to the terminal there is, uh, where it was just dark and I just went down and sat till my plane departed. But you know that should have been a red flag right then that something was wrong. Then throughout my life there would be times I'd just go off. Zero to a hundred right now. Then afterwards I'd calm down and thought, man that was, what was that all about? So uh, my wife was right and like I say it, it sure helped me. It made me feel a lot better about myself. and. You know, they gave me a booklet to work through, and, and I still go through it quite a bit. But I guess it's just, uh, I don't understand what they did, but uh, it worked, and it sure helped me out a lot. Well, thank you both so much for sharing your stories. So what are the resources that are available to people? Where should people go to start seeking the, the help that they need? You know, unfortunately in Wyoming, we don't have a lot of mental health care facilities and we do lack in the mental health care area as far as just individual therapists. But I am pleased to say that there were some things that the legislature passed this year that made it easier for people to receive um, care from therapists across state lines. So there were some bills that were passed to make it easier for therapists to work across state lines with people. Also, we have the 988 number that was just implemented a few months ago. We have the text 741741 number. We also have the 211 number, which is a national number, but it's, we also have the 211 number that is specific to Wyoming. So if you go to 211 and you can pull that up and it can get you to resources that you're looking for, whether it's food, utility assistance, rental assistance, anything like that, because all those things add to the, the mental health care of our society. If you don't have enough food, if you can't pay your rent, if you can't pay your utilities, if you can't get to a doctor, those are all things that affect your mental health. We also have behavioral health up at the hospital. And then we do have the Campbell County Prevention Coalition, which provides resources for people. And they do teach QPR classes, assist training, which helps people see when others are in crisis and that can back them up off the edge. We recently did start the Mental Health Steering Committee. Alan Stuber, one of our wonderful policemen, he is the chair of that. And Billy and I are actually the city liaisons on that committee also. 
And we're just trying to work on ways to make our resources more available and noticeable to the community and also that education piece. Because sometimes you just can talk to people and be kind to them. And if you know how to talk to someone in, who's in crisis or if you just are considerate of someone who's in pain, a lot of times you can walk them back from the edge and keep them from doing something that they might regret. So even though there's still not enough mental health care facilities or therapists, I think that we're moving in the right direction. Okay. And Billy, do you have anything to add uh, to that? You know, I had the veterans to hotline crisis numbers 988. If you need to talk to somebody or need a little help, there's no shame in it. And uh, that's what it's there for. And you should uh, get it. All right. Okay. And there's also the uh, the 5K. Yes, we are having. So this is a really great thing. Justin Walker, who's a citizen in Gillette, he approached Tim Cartrude a long time ago and talked to him a little bit about this idea that he had. And so Tim, knowing how passionate I am about mental health care, kind of put Justin in my in my wheelhouse. And I got Justin connected with the Parks Board. He had an idea that he wanted to have these just breathe benches. He's a recovered addict and he has been sober for many years. And he said that part of the things that could help him stay sober were he could go for a walk and he could just find some place to sit and reflect and just, just breathe. And so uh, the Parks Board worked with him and Ty Woodall, our sign designer from the city, she's wonderful, designed these wonderful bright yellow signs. They have a QR code on them and it directs you to the City of Gillette website where it also has all those resources that are available. It has the 211, the 988, the texting number, and it has it right there in the QR code. So if someone could approach that bench, see that sign, and hit that QR code and be able to see all those resources right there. And so we just got that approved by City Council. They're gonna be putting up those signs. And as kind of a celebration for that, we are having a mental health awareness 5K, and it starts May 13th at 9 a.m. at Dalby Park at Edwards Shelter. It is a free event because we just want people to be aware of our resources and be aware of these signs. And I'm just really excited about it, and I hope it doesn't snow. We live in hope. Is that something that people need to register for, or is it just show up and Just show and up participate? and participate. All right. Yeah. And is there anything else you guys had to, to share today? I don't. You know, I would, I would just like to mention that I did write a book after, um, actually it was about six years after Caden passed away. I wrote a book called The Road Back to You, Finding Your Way After Losing a Child to Suicide because it is a very long journey. And I think one of the things I wanna add about how suicide can affect anybody, but once somebody does decide to take their life and they go through with that, it leaves behind a, a very big path of destruction. And so not only did that person struggle with mental health issues and struggle with depression possibly and struggle with things like that that cause them to want to take their life, but it leaves behind family members and loved ones who also then start to struggle with PTSD, mental health issues, depression, anxiety. And because of a suicide, there can also be substance abuse problems that is a result of losing somebody. Uh, divorce is very high. It affects the siblings directly. And so I struggled 
very much for six years and finally was able to overcome my anger towards Caden and overcome a lot of the anxiety and the post-traumatic stress that I had suffered from. And so I wrote this book in hopes that it could help other parents that are going through the same thing. So, And you can find that on Amazon. Okay, and I can also stick a, a link to the Amazon page in the description of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. I'd appreciate that. I understand you wrote an article for AARP. Uh, Billy, can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, I uh, thank you, and I could. Uh, they asked me when I was on the uh, executive board of AARP for Wyoming. They wanted to uh, know how the, my service had shaped, shaped my life. And this was in June of 2021. And I told them basically about what it done for me and uh, how some of my uh, characteristics probably are from the service, I, I, I still shine my shoes, and uh, my cat's heavy starch. Then I, I got into the uh, story of, of going to VA and getting help. It's uh, It was on a uh, military appreciation edition, and you get a chance, I think you're gonna put a link there, take a look at it, and uh, I think it maybe it can help someone too. Yeah, if you are interested in reading the article, I have put a link to the article in the description so you can check it out there. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for coming and thank you for for talking about mental health awareness. Well, thank you and thank everybody here at GPA. Appreciate your work. And you know, Billy, I'm just going to speak on behalf of you. If you are a veteran, reach out to Billy if you are struggling. He will talk to you. He would be more than happy to meet with you. Am I speaking out of turn, Billy? No, no, I would would take any phone call. Yep, and he's easy to find. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Contact information on the city website for all Gillette City Council members. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, please do. Thank you guys for coming. Thank Thank you. you. Let's Talk Gillette is a production of Gillette Public Access Television and the City of Gillette. For more information on city operations, visit the city's website, gillettewy.gov or follow the City of Gillette on Facebook or Instagram.